As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's up, everybody? This is Fred Smoot, and you listen to Redskin Talk. Mr. Case Keenum, can we borrow you for a moment? Hey, what up, everybody? Hi, I'm Ryan Kerrigan. This is the Redskins Talk Podcast with J.P. Finley. What up, everybody? This is Landon Collins with Redskins Talk Podcast with J.P. Finley. What up, everybody? Redskins Talk Podcast, day one of training camp in the books. We had a real football practice, and it was fantastic. It was a lot of fun to watch. As always, we're brought to you by the good folks, Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them. Hope you do the same thing. Mitch is here. Pete's here. We're in the big tent. Boys, how you doing? Doing great. Um, I'm calling this day two of training camp for the titling, just to That's fine. keep they, that clear. It was the first practice. <laughs> okay. We are also very honored we to have, have a special guest. I know. I'm excited. Drum roll. Air horn. Drum roll. Our old friend on the Redskins beat for a solid seven weeks. Dude, it was wanted, nine months. <laughs> I'm very happy to have Kim Martin here. Um, Kimberly Martin, follower on Twitter by Kimberly A, senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports. Whoa. I, I feel like you're NFL on television. <laughs> you're on television not know that I'm all the time. Yo, not, I was telling everybody him? out there how famous you are. All right, well, My favorite that. thing about Kim, by the way, is that in one calendar year, she covered four different football teams. <laughs> it, it's remarkable. <laughs> and the whole league. Right. And then the whole league on top <laughs> of it. Three teams and the whole league. I don't know if you guys are making fun of me or... I am. Welcome to Redskins Talk. I don't know it either. <laughs> it's impressive is what it is. Um, thank you for coming on, Kmart. How are you? I appreciate it. I'm good. I'm good. So I want... Before we get... There's lots to talk about, right? But we, maybe we can do this quick. Um, there is so much going on in the NFL. And you get to go anywhere you want. <laughs> How do you land in Richmond to open camp? Yeah, that's Because okay. you... Because you smell there might be a tire well, fire well, or, or what? I felt like if I came here, then there'd be a good chance that JP would invite me on the podcast. And that really <laughs> is what made well, you, me you, come all the way from New Jersey. Mine so, and Kimes podcast. See? That's see? the that's the In double. In one letter. day. Now you, I can leave a happy lady. You had an opportunity to go to Oxnard, California. <laughs> Don't the Raiders practice in wine country? Yeah. In like Sonoma. Cowboys yeah. are out Cowboys are out in right. California. You got Fortnite, you got Cardinals, but there's just something about a Jay Gruden coach team that I just cannot get enough well, of. Well, uh, Kimberly, we appreciate you showing up here in Richmond. <laughs> We're happy to have you and uh, hope to put on a good show for you here down in Richmond, Virginia. Strong, Pete. That's pretty good. Thank that you. Was, that was well done. Uh, uh, but in all seriousness, yeah. Um, I figured I might as well come now before the real, like, dumpster fire ignites. Sure. And it might not happen. Let's be clear. No, I Things think could break enough, right. I do think there's reasons for concern, a lot of reasons for concern. 
But it's the start of camp, everybody's zero zero, everybody's optimistic, and there are enough pieces here that you could get excited about, where it be Geis or, or Haskins. And there's certainly juicy enough pieces from a national perspective mm -hmm. where you write on Collins going to DC, Josh Norman's always gonna give you good mm -hmm. stories, Geis, Haskins, I mean, there, there are pieces that move the needle on a national scale, right? Mm -hmm. And you have a head coach who is entering year six, and you also you wonder how long is Jay gonna be here? And you know he's funny, pieces. Right. yeah, yeah, and he's a hilarious guy. So. How many times do we see in the NFL coaches that are that are in that are in this situation where they're coaching basically their last season? Yeah, exactly. Winner, winner, go home. And then you guys, well, I mean, I, I don't understand. We had why, Oreos why waiting for you. I go, See, that was the one thing that made me think maybe I should have gone to California. Once I saw the double stuff, I was like, I, I literally was at Walmart and I'm like. Oh, I'm going to get these. It'll be funny to tweet at Kmart. So the, the deal with, with Kim is that she hates Oreos, thinks they're terrible. No, Oreos are great, people. Oreos it's are the, the best-selling cookie and the best. It's the cream inside the cream is the best part. that I That's could live without. That's what makes it so good. But whatever. <laughs> the cookie is the best part. But cookie this is a long-standing thing in the media room where all we do is make fun of one another. So I literally bought those Oreos to tweet a picture of, of them to you. Like, hey, we really miss you. Just to kind of irk you. And then you were there. And I was like, oh, and my I God. Walked through the door. I just walked through the door. All right. You know what I look forward to most reading on sure. Yahoo in about mm, 20 weeks or so? About midway through the season, give or take, is going to be about how the Redskins' defense is the most improved in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. Second best D line in the NFL, top five D line, and the entire defense is going to be among the most improved Bullish in the league. Bullish Mitch, always. All right, I want to start here because we're talking about potential tire fires. However many alarm bells you're allowed to set off on July 25th, set them off because the left side, the, the, you have. Chase Rouye, not practicing. I, mm -hmm. I caught up with him. He said the shoulder's still pretty sore. We know he had shoulder surgery in the offseason. Then you have Wes Martin, who I think has already locked in the starting left guard job. And then you have Eric Flowers at left tackle. So what your offensive line is supposed to be is, is Trent, Martin, Rouye, Sheriff, Moses. Instead, you're going Flowers, Martin, Bergstrom. However many alarms you're allowed to set off on the first practice of training camp, which I know should only be a couple because we're a long ways away from week one in Philadelphia, that is alarming. That is a big deal. It is a big deal. Um, I get that it's day one or two, depending on what Pete sure. wants to, <laughs> to call it. Um, you know, it, it, it's early, but given the team's injury history, I just, uh, especially at this at that position, especially at left tackle, um, it is alarming because you have a situation where you've got the unsettled quarterback situation, and you've got a rookie, you've got a journeyman, and a backup, and who's we're going to be the people protecting that guy and Trent is reliable as he can be he is not here right it's still early Jay thinks he'll be back but just from an injury standpoint I think Redskins fans they're so sick of hearing about injuries they just Especially want a on the team, line, right. they just want a team to be at least 80 90 percent healthy you know so they can have some optimism heading into the year yeah and B Mitch I've learned a lot from B Mitch in my time working with them but the one thing he says most is Talk about all you want about the receivers and the tight ends and this guy coming back and that guy. But if the O-line fails, none of that's going to be able to get off anything. the ground. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I kind of see, yes, I'm alarmed, but I don't want to send off too many bells just because it's the first practice. Exactly. But it's the first practice. when it's, you know, first preseason game and then we see, oh, wow, this really is unsustainable, then I think we can really start panicking. But right now, concerning, annoying, yes, but not full-on craze as of now. Just like we expect to get uh, Trent back at some point, and see him in a Redskins uniform, 
I think that you're going to see the same, obviously, with uh, Jaron Christian and also um, Chase Rullier. And, you know, I'm not apologizing for Eric Flowers at all, but it's tough when you're trying to learn a new system and you're flipping back and forth between guard and tackle, tackle and guard, and you don't have an opportunity to really learn either position with a new coach, with a new team, with the whole thing. So you give him a little bit of a... Uh, of a leeway in terms of Giants fans would would not even want to hear what you're saying you right now. But continue. To, I'll let you finish. You talked to him a little bit after practice. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything interesting to say about he just that talked experience? To, he talked about how difficult it was trying to learn two positions at once. And I know that he struggled in New York. And what we've seen Over of him four years, right? Dude. And what we've seen of him has not been good. So I'm not by by no means am I saying that he's going to walk he's up walked tomorrow into a tough and be position good. as well. Exactly. So it's gonna it's gonna take a little time for him. You have Timon Paris and. Tony Bergstrom, I mean, uh, and uh, Tyler, Tyler Catalina, who don't have a whole lot of NFL experience playing tackle. There's going to be growing pains. That's what happens when an all-pro steps away. Any, all, Pretty much any all-pro at any team leaves suddenly without playing. That team's going to struggle. good thing about, not good thing, Trent, you want to see Trent here. But in his absence, it's an opportunity for other guys. You know what I mean? Like totally. It, like, uh-oh. No, I'm agreeing with you. We don't know that if Trent was here, he'd be practicing. Right. We don't know where he is right. medically cleared. Right. right. If also Trent, get days if, off too. If Trent wasn't here and he's on the sideline watching this, we'd all be saying how positive this growth is that For, Flowers right. gets that reps, that Catalina right. gets that reps. Excellent point. Now, we'd much rather Jaron Christian be out there and getting yes. those reps. Him not getting those reps is trouble because you got a guy that's in his second year that barely played and didn't look good when he did. So if Trent was here, all of this would be, oh, cool. You know, They get to learn from him, but we just have no idea where this thing is going. And, right. and I think that's the alarming part. Certainly, certainly. I think that's my favorite point that's been made about this so far. It's a very good Trent was in Richmond, great. Now he's not in Richmond, it's scary. I'm also going to go back to the, there would have been, an, if Trent was here and practicing, Flowers would have been taking reps at guard, and there would be this expectation that Flowers could be a swing tackle backup, right, on this team. We're going to get to see whether he has it, whether he has anything. Maybe he had Maybe things didn't work out in New York. I'm so for glad Kim reason. was here to check bullish Mitch on Eric Flowers. <laughs> no, I'm not bullish. I've said multiple times I don't expect Eric Flowers to make this team. Sure, so um, I'm not bullish on him at all. All right, I'm saying we're going to see what what he can can and can't do. Open ended, and this is it. I arbitrarily think the scale is zero to twenty five alarms. I think twenty five. Isn't there a twenty five alarm fire? Isn't that a five thing? alarm? It's a fire. five alarm. Okay. Twenty five would be like Earth is, is in flames. Right. The That's scale like is when you're on the sun directly. <laughs> the scale is zero on. to five. We are standing That's a horrific on the sun. Can we just zero? I'm not that? a fireman, Pete. But that's a pretty okay, common phrase. Okay, can you guys cut alarm. that soundbite and post that yes. on Twitter? Yes, we're yeah. putting out fires at the office all the time. <laughs> twenty-five on a scale of fire. Well, I zero, think we no, need a zero broader to twenty-five. Scale. Okay, zero, zero to twenty-five. <laughs> twenty-five. How many <laughs> chips are you using? What percentage? How many alarms are you sounding? And you can use whatever scale you want. Okay. On my zero to twenty-five alarm scale, I got this as like a four. So it's pretty minor. That'd be a 17% no, I thought you were going to be Wait, more are you still bullish. doing 0 to 25? I'm on 0 to 25. It'd be okay. 16%. So, okay, wow. Okay, so I'm going to do guess, 0, zero to 5. Um, oh, that's so conventional. But I honestly think this is like a 3.5. Out of 5? Yes. <laughs> here's here's why, though. Here. It's, not just, it's not just Trent um, not being here and, like, what's going to happen. We expect him to come. But it... it what bothers me about the situation is you have a Pro Bowl guy, like seven-time Pro. Yeah. Like you have one of the best left tackles in the yeah. league 
what is the issue? I understand he's he's had to deal with injuries the last couple of years, but like that's not the guy that I wouldn't want to feel like okay. Right. We've done, you know, we understand your importance to this He's franchise. He's a guy that you should go out of your way to make yes, feel comfortable. it's like your own people. It's like you take care of your own people, and it's sort of like I tend to lean on the camp of players when it comes to, to money and stuff like that. Sure. So over management. So when it comes to players wanting to be compensated to their value, I mean, Trent's one of the best. And I, I feel like it's the questions about the medical staff and his uh, – you know, discontent with his contract that really have me a little concerned. I think that is what could percolate throughout the season. We also haven't heard from Trent yet himself. You right. know, we've heard basically one report, one reporter had two separate reports on the incident. We, the team can only comment so much on it, which obviously right. you know you're not going to get right. a ton from them. Mm-hmm. You would hope at some point if this thing is as serious as, as it may seem that we would hear from Trent in some sort of direct nature whether it's Trent or his agent. How many alarms, sir? And what's your scale? Zero to 25. From zero to 25, I'm on a... He's on a, a point. <laughs> yeah, I'm a point two five. Mitch, unfazed. Wait, hold on. You're sending you're a quarter of an alarm yes. out of 25 alarms? We are uh, day one. Unfazed. So on a 100 alarm scale, you're sounding one alarm, basically. That's you're how at you 1% convert. alarmed. Yeah. That's wow. a low Bullish alarm. Bullish Mitch. 1% so, alarm. Pete, what's the scale? What's the alarm? So I'd say I like the 25 alarm scale. I'm going to be at a 6, and I kind of think I'm just at a 6 permanently. I don't think anything's really going to change that. We're talking yesterday. What about the – what is being lost in this is the Ruye situation. I think yeah. that is a part of the alarm scale. I, does the Ruye situation not, not – He had shoulder surgery, dude. Great. Two years ago, no one knew who he was. And he was, and he couldn't play. And he, no one thought he could play. He's no the one only guy that played 16 but games last year. I know, but what I'm saying is, he was also, an, also they drafted Ross Pierce Baker. Ruye was a sixth rounder who kind of started early. They have Pierce Baker. They have Thank Bertram. You. They have better options behind him. Behind Williams, you have a star, and then sure. nothing here. But Ruye I'm just saying, good. You have the a Ruye part options. adds to the alarm. I didn't know we were also grading Ruye. Maybe having an eight, but in terms of Trent, I'm at a six, and I think I'm just going to remain at a six until camp ends. I just don't know what Man, will change. Man, you guys got to be on fire before you start to sound alarms. I see it. I understand. I think the Trent thing gets resolved. Oh, I think he'll be. I mean, from if I where, where, where do you think he is week one when this football team is in Philadelphia? I'm like Jay Gruden. I hope he's in Philly too. I would. I assume he will be. Because he's not going to give up cash. He's not going to give up money to miss games. Is what and I don't you think they'll go into Aaron Donald missed one week. I think he'll be in Philly. I just I just feel like it shouldn't get – we shouldn't be in training camp and, and Trent's not here. Right. Ryan Kerrigan was asked about it. He's like, it's weird. Because Kerrigan, Sunberg, and Trent are the only ones that have some real longevity on this team. And, and it's, it's odd that we don't see 71 – Walking incredibly slow, well, right? On right, and off exactly, the, you know what exactly. I mean? Like, I love his that slow dude walk. has the most yeah. gangster walk in history. <laughs> it, it's and Trent's just fun. He's cool. He's great to talk to. Um, I don't think we see him in Richmond, but I think as, he's there in Philly. As you know, I do. I was hanging out talking with some of the O linemen after practice when they were done with as their. You know, I do. Because <laughs> you know, you love making <laughs> just fun of me. Just hanging out and chatting. You love man. making fun of me just for talking to the O linemen. <laughs> but I was asking them about what was what was it like in the in the meetings and slash film rooms without Trent there. I was like, is it talked about? Like, do you guys say, hey, Notice. this is what 71 did on this play? Like, you know, try and emulate that or whatever. They're like, kind of doesn't get brought up. Nobody brings it up. Nobody talks about it. But you definitely know that it's there. Like, you recognize that there's to. a huge gap right. in, yeah. in the room, in the leadership of the room, not just the actual play on the field. It's kind of like how a couple of us are shoeless. You don't really bring it up, but you know some of us just aren't wearing shoes. I, I am an unabashed 
I, I believe in free Some feet. people don't <laughs> like socks. What I don't do like socks. I'm not a fan of shoes. That's my platform. Free you feet in 2020. Feet. And um, double stuff Oreos. Double stuff. <laughs> no, um, all right, we're going to move on from Trent. Uh, I didn't tease this earlier. I meant to. At the yeah. end of the podcast, awesome interview with Landon Collins. I asked him about the 3-13 and 13 prediction from USA Today, and he said, I laugh at it, which I thought was a pretty good line. Had a very good line about Dave Gettleman, too, which I imagine oh, your folks boy. in New York might be interested in, uh, Ms. <laughs> Martin. Um, I want to thank the good folks, Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. Go buy a Toyota at Oarsman Fairfax Toyota. Go see my guy Garv. He'll take good care of you. Quarterbacks. Every day I'm doing a uh, a post on what I thought of the quarterbacks that day. I'm going to include my projected QB depth chart. Today, I have Dwayne Haskins at the bottom of that depth chart. I think Keenum looked a little rusty earlier, but looked the best once they got into 11-on-11 work. I thought Colt, especially pre-snap stuff, showed that he has the most command and audibles, and, and he should. He should, right? yeah. Yeah. That's, and, yeah. And then Haskins, like we saw in minicamp, showed he has the arm. In yep. spots, he looks terrific, but he's mm-hmm. just not there. Mm-hmm. Does that sound about right? That's yeah. accurate. And I also think he was third in getting the reps, Haskins right. was. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it always seemed to us. Did you guys see the thing early on where there was a false start and Gruden said, like the O-lineman kind of turned around and like patted himself and and Jay said, that's not on you, that's on the quarterback. Yeah, he, Haskins came under center, stood up, made an adjustments, then gave another hut and half of the line moved. And Haskins did the chest pad too, but you didn't see that with McCoy or Keenum. That's the stuff that's going to drive Gruden crazy. If if Haskins is a, 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 a bounce late on a throw, and it gets knocked down. That's part of learning football. Sure. But but the command of the huddle and the line of scrimmage is, is what's going to drive. And last Jay year nuts. we saw this team. Anytime they went negative yards, whether it be a false start or some sort of early penalty, it just totally sank that drive. They just couldn't overcome it. So any type of procedure penalty will just keep Haskins off the field. I think. I think once the snap happens, he's great. But the before the snap stuff is what he really needs to key in on. Which is interesting because he's a rookie, and those growing pains you have to expect them anticipate them and deal with them sure Gruden is not in a position that he he doesn't have all 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 the time in the world to wait for this kid to that's why we all knew that this team had to get a long-term quarterback answer but that there's no way Jay wanted it to be a 15 nope you know and it's almost like the trade back for Montez Sweat was to appease the coaching staff in a way hey you guys got the stud you wanted on defense and we've got our quarterback of the future Mm -hmm. so we'll see how that all kind of plays out. What do you think about this the split that they're basically running it seemed like it was 33 33 33% for the reps. But the 33% Haskins is We're getting is with 13. Yeah. Yeah. And that is what I noticed the most that Keenum and Colt he seemed to be mixing up who's out there with first team line and they're moving the receivers all over the place so it, it'd be silly to try to we know who projects as a first team receiver but those guys are all intermingled at this right. point and i expect that to be the case for like but would at you, least did you come week. in today expecting haskins to line up against the first team defense no second team defense you know what i mean it's so, you know what what i saw you is what, what i expected frankly. i expected that they were gonna that i thought they they would roll them roll them in for a few reps the the kind of the bigger wild card i thought today was, was what would colts roll yeah. be because we saw it was pretty clean every other you know Keenan would get a rep, Haskins mm-hmm. would get a rep in mm-hmm. minicamp. And they mm-hmm. were both getting to go against the first-team defense. Right. That, but I, I kind of thought there'd be some hierarchy today. We kind of saw that. But Colt is clearly assuming his health holds up and that leg holds up. Because we're talking about an injury from December. 
You know right. what I mean? There was multiple surgeries right. again. Right. And, and it's, as long as that holds up, he looks to be ahead of Haskins too, which I think was was a question. Well, Colt, it's not that Colt doesn't need the reps because obviously everyone needs their, their reps in training camp to get ready, but he probably needs the fewest reps to get ready. I would. I was surprised that they didn't. That they didn't. That that Haskins didn't get a couple reps with with what seems to be the first team. And again, day one of of course yeah. first practice day one. anyway. Right. Day two. Yeah. Day, day two. two. I practice one. Day two. <laughs> yep. Let's keep that going the whole camp. That's gonna be really fun for everybody to track. All right. Alex Gary's, Smith also, by the way. Yeah. Alex camp, which Smith's is cool. Exciting, yeah. You know, I, I I didn't. We saw him yesterday getting off the bus, whatever, for the conditioning. But I was surprised to see him out here. That was that was interesting. So I had a, a conversation with somebody on the sideline. He's also under contract, and there's a big number attached to it. How much of this do you think is that, kind of playing out the string, making sure all the cash is there, and how much of this is he wants to be here, he wants to still be a part of things? Well, it was interesting when Jay spoke yesterday uh, before the first practice and and mentioned, you know, we've got four quarterbacks with Alex, and I was like, oh, yeah. Right. Five with the Woodrum. Woodrum. He's just standing wearing a helmet doing nothing (laughs) today. Is he on your death chart at all in your blog post? He did not make the death chart. <laughs> well, Sorry. I, when you know when Alex is sitting watching practice in the tent, I'm thinking, God, that must absolutely be awful. Because yes, it's nice from a morale standpoint, I guess. Like, oh, Alex. But is it? If you're him, does that boost your morale? No, no, no. I mean, from a team perspective, sure. it's like we're all in, we're all, all here. Does I mean, Alex probably feels right. like If you're like Alex, crap. getting out of the house, getting yeah. getting out of the wheelchair first, then getting the external fixator off. Now that he can kind of be around the guys a but little bit, you don't Watching the guys. Watching the guys only, that's taking your job. You're not only watching Colt, you're watching Case Keenum, you're watching Dwayne ha- You know what I mean? It's like they've got the, the yeah. stopgap and they've got the future right. here and you're just laid up in an air-conditioned tent. That's right. I, it's, it, it's good that he's here, obviously. But he's always been a great teammate. Right. Of, so, right. of all so, of this. So, sure. yeah, last yeah. year in Kansas City, or two years ago two years in ago, Kansas yeah. City, like, yes. he, he played, the, he was the bigger man and played the role yes. that he was supposed to play. Yeah. Right, right, right. And you're totally right on that. I mean, Kaepernick and Mahomes have talked mm-hmm. about yeah. it, how important and good he was to them. Mm-hmm. And not all quarterbacks are like that. I mean, no. the most famous situation is the far of Aaron Rodgers. But I don't know. I think, knowing Alex, I, I think it's all just his choice to be here. And it's yeah. not like, like some, some yeah, deal like he has to posturing. Yeah, Ruben right. Foster was here too. Ruben Foster was here. That was interesting. Two guys that stood out to me were were Geis and Adrian Peterson for different reasons. Peterson is 34 years old and just in incredible shape. The like, gallop is real with that guy. He's yeah. still galloping through. Like holes. I, none of us, we were all too young, but we all maybe not Pete, we all saw Daryl Green play, right? And like the speed he was able to keep up yeah. late in his career, which shows the way he took care of himself. But he was never the physical specimen yeah. that AP is. It, it's unreal watching him, right? And then you get to see Darius Geis, who you're you're so happy for the kid to yeah. be back. And then he had a really good, you know, not press conference, but scrum afterwards where he had a lot of a, a really, like, poignant comments, I think. But guys looked really good, too. Mm-hmm. And that's what, if you're a Redskins fan and you were here today, that's that's the optimism. Sure. That's, you know, yes, Trent's not here and the offense as a whole may be a question mark, but the fact that you know Adrian Peterson still has something left in the tank. And when he was signed, people were looking around like, okay, this is Adrian Peterson, but what does he have? Right. And we saw that he has plenty. Hopefully it continues. And then, guys, if this kid can come back and, and remain healthy and be what the Redskins thought they were getting last season, I mean, yeah. it well, could and be And Jay great. said there's, 
I see no reason why he can't be the same kid he was right. as a sophomore in college, which is a pretty good line. Yeah. I, um, I don't know if this, I guess we do one thing a lot. This was kind of my one thing. I don't know if this is jumping the gun. You were completely jumping just the gun. Just a little bit. And I'm new and I know that, but okay. Uh, just, wow. This was our first <laughs> chance to see the Peterson, Thompson, Geis trio together. Peterson wasn't here in Richmond until Geis got hurt. So all three of them together, like you said, D-line gets the talk of the most talented group. But those three together, it's really hard to not look at them and just wonder, like, that could be a pretty dangerous unit on their own. As long as they're healthy. As long as they're... The only thing I'll add to that... You want to add Samaj P. Ryan, I have never felt more... I said this on the stream today. Samaj P. Ryan is making this football team. They're keeping four running backs. He is incredibly strong. Uh, We know how important pass protection is for running backs across the league. We know how Jay Gruden feels about it. Every chance he's gotten, he's talked about Samaj P. Ryan. Every Mm -hmm. chance he's gotten, watching him hit the sled and everything, that guy is built differently than the rest of those dudes. Right, but we need to see if he can hold the ball. That's wow. I'm taking taking action that he's on the team. Okay. Oh, Anybody want that action? I don't, know what, I don't know what the audio version of the biggest eye roll in the world is, but that's what you're getting. <laughs> so let's bet. I agree. No, I agree that let's he's bet. probably going to make Because you owe me $50 from golf bets that you terrible. haven't paid. Oh, Are we going to talk about the golf bets? Is that what you, you wanted your shtick now? I, that's that, yes. plenty of football yes. to talk about. I was about. just bringing it up because you were talking you were. about betting. I, I haven't brought okay. that up yet. Uh-oh, golf? What, what's this? About golf it? bet? What, what's what? Always pay your golf bets before you leave the course, Kim. So one thing. Oh, we're doing Pete, one thing? Pete already started it. So, uh, Mitch, you want to go? Yeah. Um, after practice, uh, Morgan Moses was working over on the side sleds. He is the cutest kid. <laughs> he does. <laughs> uh, he, was, he grabbed um, all the old tackles, um, uh, Flowers and, uh, and um, Catalina and Timon Paris and Jaron Christian, and he was adamantly describing, coaching them, basically, um, talking with them about different uh, ways to handle uh, different um, D-line moves in the one-on-one drills, and then took them over to the sleds and had them working on uh, some some outside punch blocks and stuff like that. In the absence of Trent being here, having a guy like Morgan step up and play that role and be the, the leader on the O-line is important. And to mention his kids, at the end, they came <laughs> running across the field with, like, a little slushy or something for him to make sure that he was uh, nice and cool and hydrated. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Has there ever been a one thing where Mitch doesn't talk about an O-lineman? Yeah, I talk about the D-line, too. <laughs> <laughs> Big boys. Um, Kim? So, I know Jordan Reed looked great today, but the one thing that stood out to me um, was that it really doesn't matter what Case Keenum does. Like, Dwayne Haskins, he may be a rookie, he may not start, right? But the way the guys, when you see them in drills and the way they're, like, high-fiving and talking and the and Gruden mentioned poise a million times today. How many times? But is the poise factor. And I think he's got great poise for a young player. And you watch him in college and he had great poise. I mean, he played at Ohio State and had some big time games there. And the, the poise that he displayed in the pocket. You know what I mean? It's Case Keenum, like, I think he should be the starter. Um, I don't think Haskins should, should start. Personally, I don't think any quarterback should start um, in the first year. I think they should learn. Um, but, but you just know that, that, if Haskins continues to develop, like, you know, they're really, he's he's going to be the guy at some point. So we've, we're talking about Haskins and he's a rookie. It's and, if, not when. Or it's yeah, when, not if. Right. right. And, and Case is sort of like, he's that forgotten guy, even though he's getting the first team reps and everything. It's sort of like, oh, oh yeah, you, you could be the starter, but... It's almost like you probably are the starter, but we still kind of don't right. care. The, the, right. <laughs> right. Right. Like, no, get out of the way, please. Right. Like, right. like like even the autographs and the pictures. Oh, right. like, like, oh yeah. that out route was cute, but can you get out of the way so Dwayne can like bomb one down the field? That's right. what that it it you know. I'm, 
would never liken it to RG3 or anything like that, but it's that excitement about the young kid that really Case has to come out and, you know, be lights out. The only one that can win the job, in a way, is Haskins. Like, otherwise, it's like, ah, oh, we're going to go with get, him. Get, ah, yeah, we're right. going with him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. The only way it's a celebrated quarterback battle is if Haskins emerges, which it's day one. I don't see it happen. Yeah. At least I, early on. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to get, uh, if you're a fan, are you going to get, like, oh, I got to get Like, how many FedEx? Keenum jerseys they selling? I don't know, bro. Guys on a one-year deal? It's going to be, like. He's on a one-year one one deal, over. so not many. And plus, Redskins fans have bought a lot of jerseys in the past. Especially <laughs> 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 a quarterback. <laughs> um, so my one thing, Re Jordan Reed looked fantastic. Yes. Uh, I think that should be a story, just like how good he was. I let that in my training camp okay, report. Good. Um, Paul well, Richardson good was you, asked Pete. <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome, Kim. That was really funny. Kim just slides <laughs> right in. We need perfect. You have a permanent seat whenever oh, you want to come Whatever you'd on. like. Good for you, Pete. We're all proud. You wrote Let's a story. You're a guest big boy. <laughs> um, Paul Richardson, they asked what is, what is, if there's one play that stuck out today, and he talked about Jordan Reed's over-the-middle one-handed catch. Uh, running by uh, Norman, whoever it was. It was a good play. So the my one thing then, we all acknowledge how good Jordan was. It's day one. You, somebody, when you set Gruden up, he's going to knock it down. Somebody in Gruden's presser this morning said, how important is it for Jordan <laughs> Reed to be healthy? And Jay was just like, well, that would be very important. You know, I think... <laughs> Duh, That's the dude. question. Right. Every right. like right. It's, right. it's cyclical. You right. just can bank on that. Um, but for me, and and I will be honest on this one, that I have questioned if he has the size to do it for 16 games. But I thought Sean Deion Hamilton looked impressive. He had he had one play particularly. Um, I, I can't remember who was a quarterback, but it was a quick inside slant to Jordan Reed, and he was on that. He he must have seen it pre-snap almost because he was there immediately. And and that's a two-step, three-step drop balls out fast. So he was very impressive. And, and I asked Landon Collins about that. You'll hear that in the interview here in a minute. But the SDH John Bostic thing has is, is happened. That that horse is out of the barn. Yeah. Like, that's the plan. Bostic says SDH reminds him of himself, just guys who study a lot. And I don't think the mental stuff is an issue, but it's are they fast enough? Are they physical enough to That play? horse left the barn when they cut. <laughs> sure, but, but now we're seeing it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and the other thing I noticed is we saw a decent amount, especially in 7-on-7, seven seven, of what looks to be their nickel package. And it's, as of today, it's Fabian Moreau at slot, it's the corners you expect in Norman and Dunbar, and then it's Monte with Landon in the back. But it was SDH and Bostic and not Harvey Clemens out there. And, and I talked to Harvey Clemens for a minute leaving the field. And remember how I've been saying it looks like he's bulked up and yep. he, he looks ready to be a linebacker? Guess how much? So he came into the league at 220. Guess how much he's, he told me he's weighing now? 236. 247. Two, well, no, 250 would be too much. Two, no. 250. No! That's what he told me! So listen, we had we had Randy Jordan mic'd up today for our mic'd up session out there, and he walked over to Harvey Clemens at one point and was like, damn, you got huge! Dude! <laughs> and then, like, spent 10 minutes talking to other coaches about how big Josh Harvey Clemens was. Dude! That's so what's I so see... funny. It's like, he's been here all offseason. We're just noticing this <laughs> yeah. right now. It's great. We've been talking about it. Right. But, but I, I said to him, I was like, damn, dude, I knew you got big. He's like, I know, man. I couldn't believe it either. And I was like, I was like, so... He's like, because I want to be on the field on first and second downs. And I'm like, well, huh. does the new weight impact the speed? Because you want the right. speed, too. He's like, he's like, no, but I'll be honest. I felt it in my back a little. Like, I got to get used to this. And then he said, he's like, I want to be at probably 245. And, and the way camp goes, they're going to lose that yeah. weight. And, and one we're going to gain right. weight, and they're going right. to lose Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I, I, all the double stuff I think it was pretty interesting <laughs> talking to him and, and just seeing it. And I grabbed Englehart, the, the – 
the strength coach. I was like, how the hell did you get J uh, JHC up to 250? He's like, that boy's a beast. JHC, he's got some more Cs on there, it sounds like, on the thick yeah. scale. Right. <laughs> JHC, C, 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 C. No 13C thick scale, but it's up It's getting there. Time to go. Landon Collins interview. Kim, thank you very much. I appreciate it, You want to tell people where to find all your work? Find me on Yahoo Sports and on Twitter by Kimberly A. Same. Oh, Instagram, Kimberly Martin. More pictures of Italy coming. I'll or do now are you doing football pictures? Now There's like I'm 31 back to more training camps to hit before the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where are you going next? Kansas City. Ooh, two thirty nine. Where do they? Where do they? Uh, are they at in Kansas City? It's some St. Joseph, Missouri. Yeah, yeah. So it's like half Close. hour, forty five away. Gotcha. Yeah. Enjoy, Kim. Thanks for coming on. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Here comes Landon Collins. Want to thank the good folks, Orsman Automotive of Virginia. That's our squad. And if you made it this far, I owe you a beer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. On the option given to Adrian Peterson, breaks a tackle, fumbles the football, fumbles the football, and the Giants have it, running upfield, that is Olivier Vernon at the 50, Alex Smith has to come and knock him out, turning point there with the fumble. Man, Adrian fight. Peterson fighting for extra yards, and Landon Collin comes flying in there, oh, Collins knocks it out, that is a bad deal right there. Joined now by Landon Collins, the Redskins' big money, big name, free, ad, free agent acquisition of this offseason. You were the star of the offseason. Mm -hmm. Then they drafted a rookie quarterback, and everybody started talking about him. Yeah. What's it like being at your first day of Redskins training camp here in Richmond? I was um, it was I had a little butterflies. It was um, it was good though. You had butterflies. I had butterflies. You've been in the NFL a while. You still get them though. You still okay. get them. I don't know why. I was walking, doing stretching. I just caught butterflies at DRC. <laughs> My uh, DRC, my team, I was like, hey, you got butterflies? He said, how do you know? I said, because I got them right now, too. But once practice started going, it was just smooth sailing from there. So was it butterflies that you're wearing burgundy and gold now or just that another season is starting? Uh, a little bit of both, but more of a, just being on another team, just want to be competitive as much as I can and just um, be the guy I know I can be for this team. So when the season starts, and I don't know how much you pay attention on social media, mm -hmm. but the predictions expectations for this team nationally are pretty low yeah do you notice that do you hear that stuff i heard it but um i know what this team is capable of i see the guys I see the talent I see the hard work i see everybody uh, putting in the work on and off the field i don't think the people that predicting the season that we're gonna have is gonna be the season we're gonna have usa today said three and 13 <laughs> i laugh at that all right i laugh at that very much so, so i can't and, and jay gruden just said this morning on the podium that for us to be the team we want to be, which is a playoff team, which is competing for a division title, mm -hmm. 
the defense has to lead the way. Mm -hmm. How do you respond to that challenge? We step up to the plate. That's what we do. Defense wins championships. Golfers wins games. We got to put our offense in the best predicaments, down the distance on the field. Um, Wherever the ball placement is at, we have to put our offense in the best predicament to score, get three points, and lead the game all the way through all four quarters. So what do you think about the other guys on defense? Let's go through kind of the position groups. What do you think of that front line? Amazing. Amazing. I, I, I just hear when I hear them talk, I just laugh because I was like, I've been missing this, you know, since my, my second and third year with the Giants. It was more like that's the guys I need. And then when I got here and hear those D-line talking the way they talk, like there's no competition out here. That's what I love. And I know they're going to get after it every time. D Deron Payne, I was kind of shocked when I saw him. As a rookie, he was crazy strong. He looks way more ripped this season. I don't know if you've noticed that as well. I mean, you saw him last year. I only saw him. I really couldn't really pay attention to him because we both on defense. Sure, so I didn't really sure. get to see, see him. But um, I look at old film and see how he looked last year from now. But everybody, once they get a, a year underneath their belt, they kind of change their format of thinking on how they need to be, how they need to feel when they're on the field. You need to be more lean or you just need to be more cut and get more stronger. So it's, it's different each and every year. You got a veteran in Ryan Kerrigan and a rookie in Montez Sweat playing those bookends on the outside. How excited are you? I mean, the idea would be that some balls start fluttering in the air if they get to some quarterbacks. Yes, that's what I'm excited for. They, they definitely will get back there. I know Monte going to get back there. I know Ryan going to get back there. He's been doing it for nine-plus years. So it's going to be amazing. I could just get to see some balls flying in the air, loaf up in the air, and go get, them for, go get them for the team. You hadn't been here long, but we'll, we'll, we'll transition to linebackers. Mason Foster's gone. Did that catch you by surprise? I think it caught everybody by surprise. Um, I, I let, last thing I heard, he was a team captain. He's leader, um, a voice of the defense, led the defense. So um, to hear that, uh, it, was, uh, it was a tragedy. Um, but like I said to anybody, it's a business. And uh, things sometimes change. I mean, the fact that you're not wearing blue is a, is a good example of that, right? Correct. <laughs> um, what do you think of the other linebackers? It's mostly young guys, and then John Bostic's been in the league a while. What do you think of those guys in front of you? I like a lot of these guys know the defense very well. They played underneath each other. John knows is learning very well. He's, start, he's with the ones and um, making calls, and he's played with a lot of defenses. And Pittsburgh has been one of the top defenses out there, so him coming from there and um, knowing ball, it's going to be easy work. There has been a question about Sean Dion Hamilton's size. This is a guy you know from Bama. Today, he made a great read on an inside slant. I'm sure you yeah, saw Yeah, he helped him. me. Yeah, he was, that was me. I was with the slant. I made, he oh, helped that me was you him. in coverage? Yeah, he helped He either would have popped. I think it was, it was Reed. Reed. Yeah. He either would have popped him pretty good or he was getting the ball, right? Either getting the ball, popped him. I, if he popped him, I could get the ball. So right. <laughs> either way, hand in hand, we make a play, we get out the field. That's how, that's how the defense works. It, can he get through the grind of a 16-game NFL season? I think so. He's been. I played with him um, since college, and I know he can. He has a talent. Um, you got to look at linebackers. Everybody, they got a lot of linebackers undersized and still playing great ball. Look at um, Keekley, Quan Alexander, the um, the guy from um, the Jaguars. Uh, all those guys are undersized and still playing great ball. He could do the same thing. Who's, he's he has that natural leadership. You've talked about wanting the C on your on your jersey. Who's gonna get it between the two of you? Between what? The captain? Yeah. All right, it's on a team to vote. Um, we're going to see. Are you campaigning? Huh? Are you campaigning for nah, that? No, nah, no. Just, just, I think it's going to be more about the grinder who, gonna, who talk. I mean, not who talked the most, but who put out the most work, who brought the most effort, and just uh, showcased the ability to lead a team. Right now, on the way back, it looks like Monte Nicholson's lining up next to you. Uh -huh. What are your thoughts on Monte? Have you, have, do you have to build a, a tight relationship with the guy playing safety next to you? Yeah, we have to be, be very tight because we have to be on the same page. We got to know 
every down the distance. We got to get everybody in the same, on the same page, everybody lined up. On the back end, sometimes helping the linebackers communicate with them and letting everybody know where we at because um, if we not, the whole defense goes to sham. So from that standpoint, me and Monty got to be on the same page or so any safety that's next to me. Um, so from that standpoint, yeah, we have to be tight. How's it going building that relationship? It's been going good. We've been building that relationship. I've been building a relationship with, with Monty and the Shavers Everett, and um, it's been going good. I know them very both know them well, um, know both of them well, so it's going good. All right, got to ask, because he had some battles with a former teammate of yours at War 13. What's it like playing with Josh Norman? It's, it's exciting. Um, you can he had see, some plays today, man. Yeah, it's exciting. I know he can still play. I know he still got it in him. He's still the Paul Hawk that I know he can be. Um, and I watch him all the time. I know he can he can do his thing. Um, he just got to have guys around him that can play ball, too, and not just him. Not everybody just counting on him, you know? What would you think of him jumping over that bull? <laughs> he was nuts. I tried telling him all the time. Every time I'm asked about it, or I ask telling him about it. He was nuts for it because at the end of the day, I'm watching it. I'm like, please do not get touched. I need you. And, um... At least he had hops and could get over the bull. <laughs> Indeed. Would you ever jump over a bull? No. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever run with the bulls? Uh, I'm pretty fast, so I'll probably get out there. It's exciting. It's a rush, but I, I could do I, that. It's awesome. It's cool. Right. I did it when I, when I was much younger and thinner. But uh, I would the jumping <laughs> over the dead. bull is wild. Yeah, that's wild. You gotta wild. have crazy hops because I mean bulls don't really get up that much unless you're on their back. They're pretty big anyway. But you can still I mean we got hops we could get over it. But yeah. um, you guys are the one percent of human beings. You are, <laughs> you are pro athletes, and I don't know that everybody understands that. Still jumping over bulls crazy. Crazy yes. Um, Ray Horton is the guy that that. I don't know that fans know enough about. What's he like as a, as a D-backs coach? He's very intellectual. He knows the game, knows what he's speaking about. Um, he knows how to talk to the guys and be a coach and a, and a player's coach and um, make sure we get a great understanding of what we're doing on the field and uh, how we should be able to speak and talk things out and not, you know, get an argument on and off the field. Question I got to ask. Uh, probably the best player on offense, Trent Williams, isn't here. You're a guy that's been in this league, been to Pro Bowls, been an All-Pro. You understand the business of this. Right. Does it upset you that he's not here? You're out here sweating? Uh, I mean, it's a business. I can't, I can't speak on it as much. Uh, all, I think I say, all I can say is I wish he was here. Um, he give us great work. He give that uh, line a different look and um, different reads and uh, give a defense a different, a different struggle to worry about. So uh, if we get him back, uh, when we get him back, it'd be, it'd be a blessing. Fair enough. Um, we can get going here. Who, who's going to be the starting quarterback? Uh, we, they got a competition out there between Case and Dwayne, so we're going to see. Uh, we gonna, I, I, I don't know. You can tell me if you know. I don't know. <laughs> is, I don't is, know. Is there, are you rooting for anyone? Nah, I want the best person on the field, the best player on the field. The same thing with the, with the defense. I want the best people on the field. If it's not me, then put the best safety on the field. So that's what I like. My last one. You have done – you, you've had to cover Odell Beckham in practice. You've seen elite receivers. What do you think of this Redskins receiving core when you go up against them in drills? Very talented. They got, they got guys over the field, all over the field that could take it um, all the way. Um, you just got to get the ball to them as much as possible and get them good touches and be on the same reads. And I think it's going to be a great run for them. All right. I'm going to do a little word association. I'm going to say something, and the first thing comes into your mind, whatever okay. you want to do. Uh, Darius Geis. Powerful. Adrian Peterson. Elusive. Jay Gruden. <laughs> Smart. Greg Minuski. Crazy. Bruce Allen. Awesome. Sean Taylor. The base. Is it still emotional for you? All the time. Do you see the folks out there wearing his jersey and every single time? I'm kind of glad I got the little dark visors. Nobody can see my eyes. But yeah, I see all of them. I see all the jerseys. I saw my first one coming out here today. You 
the other day in an interview, it seemed like you intentionally went out of your way to not say Giants. Is that going to be a thing for you all year? For a thing for me, uh, I said it early on in this in this I broadcast, you that but one, honestly, um, I have no love for the Giants. It's, it's really one person on, in that organization that I do not like. Um, There's a couple guys that don't like that guy. Correct. So from that point standpoint, there's nothing doing with the Giants, nothing doing with the fans. And I want everybody to understand that it's not nothing to do with them um, or the team. It's one person particularly in that in that um, that office. I assume we're talking about GM, right? Correct. Okay. Do you feel like you're a Redskin now? Oh yeah, hell yeah. When I was <laughs> when I was picked up, when I was uh, when I got the call from my agent, yeah, that was that was the moment of my my dreams. Floor is yours. Look into the camera, tell Redskins fans anything you want. Thank you very much for your time. What's up, y'all? It's Landon here, Savage here. I'm number 20 this year. I'm going to turn up for y'all. We're going to do our thing. Hey, that 30 and 13 season they're talking about is out the door. We're going to be a blessing. We're going to make these playoffs this year. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.